Good evening, everyone, and welcome to In the Know 360, show hosted by me, Annette, the warm-hearted warrior diva, and Shawnee, the poised ponderer. Our show gives you insights on the journeys of high-achieving business owners and music artists who share with our audience the importance of building a strong community of like-minded individuals on the road to greater success. This evening's show is a collaboration between In the Know 360 and DJ Black and Miles. DJ Black and Miles, mm-hmm. AKA Miles Holland, mm-hmm. is an up and coming DJ based in Los Angeles, California. He is known for creating enjoyable music experiences by mixing multiple genres and adapting to any crowd or setting. DJ Black and Miles is currently the resident DJ at Formosa Cafe, Shea Hotel, and the Carbon Lounge. He has DJed at various clubs, venues, and private events all throughout Los Angeles. Welcome, DJ Black and Miles. Thank you for joining us this evening. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. And we have several questions for you, sir. So I hope you're ready. Let's get to it. (laughs) All right. The first question is, who or what inspired you to become a DJ and how did you feel before and after your first major DJ gig? Um, I say for me, I've always people have always like like my music selection, like when it comes to like playlists and things like that. So there'd be like mix CDs back in the day, or if I was just on the ox for the playlist. Um, I used to actually go to this bar across the street from my house, and I used to just play off a of playlist. People always ask, is there somebody DJing? So I was like, yeah, people are liking the playlist that much. Let me try to learn how to actually DJ. So that's pretty much what got me started. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the second part of your question? How did you feel uh, when you hosted your first DJ gig before it, before it and then after it? Uh, My first gig, I was... Like I said, I said a mix of nervous and excited uh-huh. um, because it's a lot different than just playing for your friends in the living room or playing by yourself. So this is like the first time, um, you know, I was getting paid for it as well. Um, but like once the music starts playing and then you start people see people nodding their heads and bobbing their heads, it's like, OK, I can do this. Um, so fun um and then after the fact i was like okay maybe i can you know do a little more with this besides just you know messing around with my controller and my laptop every once in a while oh okay mm-hmm. so what challenges have you faced during your journey to becoming a dj and what do you do to overcome those challenges uh, the hardest part is just getting opportunities. Um, so where I wouldn't say where I messed up. Um, first, I was trying to do all my like promotion and things from like a, a private page, um, you know, just because of my nine to five. But um, I started, I finally made my Instagram page probably around this time last year. So just having, I think, you know, just the social media presence and all that stuff. That goes a long way, um, especially with DJing, especially in Los Angeles. Um, so just 
getting those opportunities to actually spend, um, that's the hard part. You know, being able to get on like a, a party ticket or something like that, just so you can get exposure. Um, the way I've kind of handled them, um, you know, I've taken on a lot of stuff, you know, doing things for free. Super early sets where it might just be you and the bartender in there. Um, but, you know, just being able to get on certain cards or tickets with other DJs and things like that, that goes a, way, a long way. And then if you, you know, you're decent, you know, people start to catch on. It's like, okay, he's doing these events. He's here. He's there. Um, you know, he's rocking with these certain DJs. You know, he's got to be solid. So that's just kind of how I've navigated it. It's frustrating at times, but, um, you know, you just got to, you know, stick through it. That's very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking about you actually increasing your network, uh, mm -hmm. how would you describe that DJ mixing style that people are drawn to? Mm -hmm. And how do you engage the crowd? I think for me, my style is just, it's like I said, it's a mix of everything. Um, I think where I stand out, I'm able to, you know, go across genres and different eras and, you know, still make it, you know, sound good. And um, this is at themed parties, you know, kind of open format sessions and things like that. Um, I think that goes a long way. And um, I think, yeah, just especially just like you said, if you just hop in from, you know, maybe R&B to like, you know, a trap song or something like that and, you know, the buildup and the, you know, you execute the transition. I think that a lot of the times just gets people, um, you know, involved. One of the things I'm working on is um, <laughs> talking on the mic more. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that's something I got to do. Um, I'm very laid back. Um, but yeah, getting a little more comfortable on the mic is something that I've, I've got to start doing, um, you know, just to engage people in the crowd. Well, I definitely appreciate your style because sometimes I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it gets kind of boring, right? Because mm -hmm. the DJ would play like the same songs and mm -hmm. or just stick with one genre and not like mix it up. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, and one more thing. This, have you ever had uh, someone actually have you demo before a gig? Uh, I've had, well, not necessarily like demo. I've had people ask for you to send over like a mix or something like oh. that. Yeah. Just to, so they can hear you. Um, but yeah, I mean, even, you know, sometimes people will come out just to see your set, um, and then kind of fill you out to see like, okay, maybe they can, you know, do perform at my event. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's always a fine line between talking too much and not talking at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you got those DJs that just really talk too much. Like, okay, just stay with the music. Yeah, exactly. So you'll, you'll be great when you find your perfect balance. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm laid back, but I'm goofy too. Um, so I know that could eventually, you know, lead its way into, you know, helping with like crowd engagement and stuff like that. So in due time. So if you had a chance to open up a show for three artists, who would those three artists be? Oof. To open up a show. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I probably had to say Snoop Dogg. Um, 
That'd be dope. Yeah, Snoop is just uh, like a staple of my childhood, you know, just listening to all his stuff growing up. Um, I feel like he's got years of music, so that would be dope, you know, just mixing his stuff, his solo stuff and collabs and things like that. And just, you know, West Coast music in general, I think that'd be dope. So Snoop would be one. You said three? Oof, jeez, that's <laughs> tough. Oof. I might have to keep, let me see, Snoop, who else? Oh, Drake, Drake, yeah, Drake. Drake and Future, there we go, right there. Those are, uh, I know Future is not popular amongst everybody, but Future <laughs> does no wrong in my eyes when it comes to music. Uh, and I've been a fan of Drake, oops. Drake got popular like my senior year in high school, so I remember oh going and seeing one of his shows like very, very on. So I just have, when it comes to Drake and future music, it's just a whole catalog. So that'd be, be dope to open up for them. Okay. Mm -hmm. That sounds very good. Mm -hmm. uh, I definitely love Snoop Double yeah. <laughs> Double. Double. You gotta love Snoop. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, you know, I was like uh, looking at all his interviews and this biography stuff this past week. And mm -hmm. I was just amazed at the, the different stories that he had to overcome. Yeah. But um, nonetheless, what DJs and or music artists have inspired you besides the three you've mentioned? And have you been mentored by a DJ uh, mm -hmm. during your mu music career? Um, I wouldn't really say I got any inspiration from an artist to DJ, um, but I will say I have been, you know, mentored. Um, yeah, one of them is Chubby Swag. Um, he went to Howard as well. Um, always a popping DJ out there. And, um, you know, when I first started DJing, I didn't want to, you know, really reach out because like, you know, he's big time, you know, he's for real, he's a, a real DJ. So um, I'm of the school of like, if you're going to do something, you know, don't half-ass it. So I didn't want to step to him until I mm -hmm. felt like I got my traction a little more um, and got my bearings a little bit more. But he's been a big part. Um, DJ Miles P as well. Um, I met him through Chubby Swag. Um, you know, he's been DJing, you know, for a minute, too. He was in Atlanta. Um, and we're from the same area. So, um you know, once we linked, you know, we just kind of clicked. And so he's been, you know, dope because he's helped me get on a lot of events that I know for sure I wouldn't be doing if it wasn't for him. Um, so he's, you know, we've been working, you know, all summer together. So it's been dope. And then lastly, it'd be my homegirl, DJ Kita. Um, she's one of the people that helped me get like one of my first paid gigs. And then she definitely helped me when I started trying to throw my own parties, uh, shaded Sundays like last summer. So uh, that kind of goes back to that point of what I was saying is just being able to to work and, you know, with other DJs who are more well known, um, just getting those opportunities to perform. And, you know, they people get to see your people. And then before you know it, you guys are starting to to bring groups out and people in attendance for events. So. So, yeah, I'd probably say those three. That's so cool. Definitely, mm -hmm. have, it's your network that makes you, that mm -hmm. helps you through. Mm -hmm. 
So what has been your best collaboration? And which mainstream and underground music artists would you like to collaborate with in the future? Um, our best collaborations, I just say, like from an event standpoint, is um, like I was saying, my uh, my homeboy uh, DJ Miles P. He's been throwing these events called Show Me Love, um, huh. and they've gotten you know pretty popular. And um, you know, just kind of seeing them from the start. Um, I want to say he did his first one maybe Valentine's Day of this year. It's crazy because damn, it's almost August now. So. <laughs> Yeah, just going along and seeing the progression of those events. And um, like I said, I've grown. You know, I had to, you know, do my rookie duties and, you know, open up you know, early sets. And then, you know, as time went on, you know, I've gotten to do later and later sets. And so you know, it's getting a chance to perform in front of a crowd. That's the best part about it. And then, you know, big stages, venues that I've never been to. And then, you know, the parties are fun. You know, it's good DJs. You know, the music's makes a little bit of everything and uh, it's fun so that's probably been the, the biggest thing for me just especially over the summer um and then artist wise hmm i probably say i know he's, he's mm, yeah i probably say o3 greedo um he's a west coast rapper that i've just i I, I tapped into him, I feel like, pretty late, but um, I love his music. Um, another person I feel like does no wrong when, he's, when he makes a song. <laughs> it's not music for everybody, but, you know, I enjoy it. And it's, I think it's very West Coast at the same time. Okay. Mm -hmm. With that being said, how do you keep up with the latest trends in music? Uh, to ensure, like, optimal audience uh, engagement and... Do you mix with both digital and vinyl? Um, so that's the thing right now. Um, I mean, I'm 32, so I feel like I'm in that in-between stage where some new music, I'm just like, I can't, I cannot listen to that. And um, <laughs> but there's other stuff where I'm just like, I like it. Um and I feel like I've been in an era where it's just like there's music now that you have to accept that. It's not lyrics, it's just the beat. And um, right. it is. And that's the honest thing that, you know, especially DJing right now. Um, but I, I I like to watch YouTube. So I feel like I always end up having new videos pop up um, and just being around your DJ friends and stuff like that. What helps for me is, like I said, I lived in DC. So I got friends who are listening to, you know, York music. I got people down south in Atlanta and Houston and things like that. So just being, you know, tapped in with those type of people keeps me more, um, you know, connected, you know, through the different regions. Because that's one of the things people say as well when they come to my sets is, I'm from California, but I'm gonna play a little bit of everything, um, you know, just because of you know where I've been and the people I know. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um, and so for me, uh, it's all just been, you know, on a controller. I haven't got a chance to use vinyl yet. Uh, and that's been some of my challenges, um, especially early on. Um, I know I had just like a basic DJ board, like the beginner board for the longest. And so when I started to go to different venues and stuff. I'm seeing these different boards like I've never seen before. I'm like, this looks like rocket science. I don't know what the <laughs> hell this is. Um, 
So I've been trying to get more familiar with those. And the thing about it is just like having access to them. Um, you know, I like, you know, I, I work, I practice and things like that, but also a lot of it is just being able to, to grab it. So vinyl, that's my next step. That's what okay. I've been trying to do. Um, I'm hoping to start working on that soon because, you know, I want to be in, in tap with the roots of DJing and things like that. Do you play some of like the underground uh, music artists, uh, music, or is it mostly mainstream? Um, I will play underground music. It's just like um, being in places where I know it'll be appreciated. Um, right, right. That's the hard part about it is because, um, you know, sometimes like, you know, there's, for example, uh, in the group that Kendrick Lamar is in, Absol was always one of my favorite underground artists. Um, but it's just like, you know, being able to pull it off, um, you know, amongst people who might not be familiar with it. So, but yeah, I try to, you know, I try to make sure I play a good mix of things, you know, not overly mainstream, but it's just like, okay, this is a dope artist that people might right. be familiar with. That's cool. What's one important lesson that you've learned since you've been working in the music industry? Uh, I say the biggest thing is just to hop out there. Um, you know, don't hesitate. Um, that's one of the things that I regret um, was not just, you know, trying stuff sooner, you know, mm -hmm. trying to push to play at places and things like that. Um, so yeah, just, you know, hop out, you know, don't hesitate. Um, cause all it is, is just, you know, it's an opportunity, um, you know, to kind of build things. Um, yeah. And what was the second part of your question again? Oh, that's it. Just one okay. of the lessons you've learned. <laughs> oh yeah. And that, and I was going to say, um, just having a, a social media presence is important, especially, um, that's been the hardest, one of the hardest parts about it for me, because I'm not, I'm not a fan of taking pictures and like recording myself and you know pulling a camera out and putting a, a a flash in somebody's face. So I'm learning to do those things because it's it's part of the game. Um, you know, people want to see you doing things, they want to see you in motion. You know, posting yeah. par party flyers is cool and all that, but they want to see know who's there they want to see you in action so that's one of the things that i've, I've had to pick up on okay mm -hmm. well I, I like your reels uh i don't know who did it but i was like okay but i saw the party feature yeah. that you mentioned and then uh in inside of the club and then also outside in some golf course or something I was uh, like, oh, what's that? Yeah, I see. And that's a, I'm not tech savvy at all. So those are all a combination of photographers and bugging my friends to make reels. Um, yeah, I'm, I need to learn how to make reels, but my friends have been helping me with those. So shout out to them. Cool. That's pretty dope. Mm -hmm. So what's next for DJ Black and Miles? And what message would you like to give your fans and up and coming DJs? Uh, what's up? What's next for me? Um, you know, I got a couple different venues and parties that I'll be doing um, that I haven't had the chance to spin at. Um, I'll be at the short stop on Saturday. Uh, that'll be my first time there. So that's a pretty dope venue. Um, 
and you know continuing just to do a lot more parties i think that's my my push right now um i enjoy the residency the residencies you know um you know at the you know the lounges or the restaurants and things like that but um you know just being able to to perform in front of a crowd is you know that's that's fun as well um to my supporters and my my fans um I have a, a very good following. I feel like a lot of my followers and stuff are, are really people that I've met out DJing or people that I knew already. Um, so, you know, I've, you know, in the past, I've kind of done some promotion for some party flyers and got stuff like that. But I say the majority of my stuff is just people that I've met. And um, mm. we got a good following. I got a good group of friends that, you know, try to pull up as much as they can. Um, my roommate, um, you know, Jake, my homeboy Corbin, they've all just been around to kind of see the progression and things like that. And then just the rest of my people that I've either met or just my, my close friends from being out here. So I appreciate it. I appreciate people pulling up when it's just me in there and the bartender. Um, it means a lot. Um, so, you know, stay tuned. Um, we got more stuff coming in. Um, so yeah, I appreciate all my, my supporters and fans. Um, and my advice for DJs is kind of like what I was saying earlier, is just to hop out, um, uh-huh. you know, go ahead and get out there um, and just see where it takes you um, and practice. That's one of the things that I had to learn. Um, I used to, like I said, I kind of used to just treat it like whatever. I would, if I went right. to spin, I pull out my board that day that I was going to spin, but I'm just like, this is like a, it's like a sport. It's like a craft. So it's like, I'm sitting around doing nothing. This DJ that started at the same time as me is practicing three or four hours a day. So, you know, just, you know, stick with it and try to get better, ask people, pick people's brains and, you know, don't be scared to to try to Mm -hmm. network. Speaking about a network, have you been to any like DJ conventions or uh, had any DJ challenges like uh, <laughs> to like you mixing and then the other DJ mixing going back and forth? Uh, no, I haven't done any no challenges, anything like that. Oh, okay. Um, no, no, yeah, I'm not a battle DJ. That's gonna take. <laughs> I gotta put some years in before I do that. Um. But now the, the crazy thing is the last couple DJ events that I was supposed to go to, there's one I was supposed to be near for like LA DJs. And then there's like a convention in Anaheim and both times I had to like work. So it just didn't line up. So that's uh, that's my next thing to, to try to catch one of those. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, DJ Black and Miles for sharing your DJing story with us. I I pre- have, oh no, sorry. Go ahead. I'm just going to say I've learned two things from the conversation. The first thing is don't be afraid to follow your passions because you'll never know what it'll lead. Mm-hmm. With you, it's concerned. You're DJing. You're following your passion, so that's outstanding. Yeah, the second thing. It. Oh, you're welcome. And the second thing I've learned is don't be afraid of humble beginnings. Like as you said, that you have performed with only a few people, but you keep going. So that's mm-hmm. really yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's my my message, just to you know, 
try it, hop out, see what happens, trial and error, and just go from there. Um, so, yeah. But I appreciate y'all having me. I appreciate y'all reposting my flyers and stuff, even though y'all all the way in Virginia. <laughs> I appreciate it. it. It means a lot. And um, I'm glad I was able to, to do this with y'all. It was, it was fun. Oh, of course. Well, um, we'll continue to post the stuff that you have mm -hmm. and, you know, let people know where you, what venues you're going ahead and next to. Mm -hmm. And then with that being said, we also have all the information for folks to reach out to you. Mm -hmm. We know you have the Instagram and um, I believe the link tree, but uh, we'll definitely post everything. So any other particular platforms that folks can reach out to you? uh just instagram right now i'm okay. i'm eventually gonna give in to tiktok i don't want to but uh <laughs> yeah so look for a dj black and miles tiktok coming sometime soon okay okay mm. you gotta start somewhere right gotta start somewhere <laughs> well thank you so much dj black and miles and for everyone this is actually streaming live on facebook youtube obviously uh, and tw uh, Twitter. And then later we will upload this feed into our Apple podcast and Spotify and Instagram. We'll make a reel out of this. And you can subscribe to us, like, comment, please show your love for DJ Black and Miles and in the Note 360. Uh, hang tight, DJ Black and Miles. Uh, after the show, we would like to talk with you further. With okay. that being said, have a wonderful and blessed weekend.